0: Hey podcast listeners, this is Jacqueline Burke-Pyle, writer at the National Catholic Register. I hope everyone is doing well and having a great summer so far. Recently, I had the opportunity to visit with Joe Campo, the co-founder of Grassroots Films, which is known for its films like The Human Experience, Fishers of Men, and God in the Streets of New York City. Campo is the executive producer for another grassroots film entitled Outcasts. The documentary follows the work of the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal and what they encounter on the streets near their friaries. So sit back, relax, and learn more about outcasts and Campos' experience with the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. Hi, Joe. How are you?
1: Good, Jacqueline. How are you?
0: I'm good. Oh,
1: thank you.
0: So,
2: can you explain to me your role in the making of this documentary?
1: Not sure, Jacqueline. I'm the uh, executive producer of Grassroots Films, and so I'm kind of the guy that oversees the project from beginning to end.
2: So, what did you do when you, as you were overseeing that project?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty tough question because there's a million details. Uh-huh. But um, from the from the inception of the project, from the idea, sitting down with the guys and discussing. You know what we think would be most interesting in the film, and then of course being on some of the locations and discovering that uh, when you're shooting a documentary, uh, things can change at any moment, which mm-hmm. I find to be you know very exciting. And so you know you're involved in all of the all of the details of the film. So uh, every time we're going to shoot something, you know I'm I'm sitting in there with the guys and we're discussing on the direction we think it should going, and then we go from there and just start filming it. We start doing our interviews, and then we start meeting the people that we're going to film on, on different locations. And then we just, from there, we just get back into the editing room after we have everything done, and we start the editing process and get the music and, and so forth. So I'm involved in just about every facet of the film.
2: So can you tell me what Outcast is about?
1: Well, sure. Outcast is, is a film, a documentary film, that Grassroots Films produced for the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, the CFRs. And I've been pretty close to the Friars myself since 1988. So I kind of feel like I had the inside scoop, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will see the Friars uh, doing a lot of work and uh, see them visible in the street and so forth. But uh, I've had the opportunity to be very close with them and and see what goes on on the inside. Some of the work that they do that people are not aware of. I, I wanted to bring that information to the screen so that people would see what the flyers really, really do, and and how they do what they do, and why they do what they do. And so, I, you know, this is, this is because when, when you're looking at a film, films are used to entertain people, uh, as well as provide an escape and share information, and, and influence change, and I
2: was hoping to be able to do that with this film. Some people don't really know who the Franciscan friars are or what they do. So can you explain what you experienced and what they experience throughout their journeys as Franciscan friars?
1: Yeah, well, hopefully I said most of that in the film, and I think the film could explain it much better than I can in any interview because seeing is really believing, you know. And um, well, I, some of the things I wanted to uh, bring to the screen do it and how do they sustain themselves because this film is really for mature audiences and a lot of people are going to be surprised when they see some of the things that they see in this film and this some of the things that we filmed have literally kept our editors producers writers directors up at night just can't go back to sleep after we witnessed some of the things we did and in order to get a real taste of what you're asking me my suggestion is for our listeners to go and the the trailer and the trailer uh, can be seen on YouTube it's outcastthemovie.com is also the website so just by seeing that alone will offer a lot more than I can explain in an interview
2: so you well can you explain to me what your your job is and how you work with the Franciscan Friars on a daily basis
1: okay well I'm, I'm also the director of the St. Francis home in Brooklyn that Father Benedict Rochelle started way back in 1967. And the house was open for young men who need a second chance in life. Some people need a third and a fourth chance in life. And so I'm connected to the Friars through that particular uh, apostolate, as well as I used to be the director of Youth 2000 New York, which is Eucharistic-centered retreats for young people ages 15 to 30. And so the friars were our main speakers at that retreat. And the friars really uh, have helped the St. Francis House over the last 50 years. So I'm involved in that respect, in that way.
2: So what is the St. Francis
1: House? It's a home for young men who need help. They need a second chance in life. They have to get back into school. Some guys had drug and alcohol problems. Other young men had economic problems, and so they would come to this house, and then we would help them. We would help them get back up on their feet and get out of the house. Some people have stayed here, believe it or not, more than half their lives, but oh. now are married, young men with families, wives, and children of their own, and so the house was a real, what could you say, the house was a real spiritual as well as a foundation for the young men to become men. That was Father Benedict's dream, and I took it over back uh, 25 years ago. I took it from I took over the job as director.
2: Was it to replace him?
1: Yes, he couldn't do it. You know, he's busy uh, doing books, writing books. He was busy doing TV shows and speaking all over the all over the world. You know.
2: So you were, I guess, you were a good friend of his.
1: Yes, Father. Father Benedict. I was. I was what you were saying, maybe a spiritual, spiritual child. Of his he was he really played the father role in my life for all these years as well, and we became very very good friends.
2: Well He I I really admired him and I loved him. He was awesome. <laughs>
1: I had the opportunity to work with him for a long time, very close. So I had one of the best teachers on the planet.
2: That's a big blessing. Yes. So, whose idea was it to do this documentary, and why? Well.
1: There's many other films and videos and so forth on YouTube and throughout the world that people have done on the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. It was my idea to do this so that I would be able to really put something out there that no one else has ever done. And the Friars gave me permission to do the film, and I just, you know, we just went to town on it.
2: So what has been the response from people who've already seen it?
1: Well, you know, we showed it uh, April 2nd to about 400 people in New York City, Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. And um, it was an instant hit. People loved it. I wasn't exactly sure how well it was going to go over because it was the first screening. And, you know, you never know how these things are going to go. And I watched it so many times I wasn't even sure anymore if it was a good film or not, to be honest with you. Be so close to it, but everybody laughed in the right places, everybody cried in the right places, and everybody clapped in all the right places. So it was an instant hit. When we put the uh, trailer up on Facebook, we received about a hundred thousand hits in about three and a half days. Wow. So I feel, yeah, I really feel the film has, uh, has uh, meaning, it has meaning, and you know, films offer the potential for art to open up theological possibilities. And and a lot of this deals with the hidden aspects of the human person. So um, we were exploring the human condition with creativity and mostly compassion and respect, you know? Mm -hmm. And we wanted to do this through storytelling for this film, Outcasts.
2: What do you hope that viewers who haven't seen the film will take from it?
1: Good question. I I hope that when people see the film, that it changes them in a profound way to be better people, to be more compassionate to people. You know, we're releasing this film in the year of uh, what the Holy Father called the year of mercy. And hopefully that when people see this film, that this film will be the film for the year of mercy. So I'm hoping that people will be edified. I'm hoping that people will find mercy for other people and just learn about how the other half lives. Mostly the poor, mostly the forgotten, will always had uh, a spot in my heart. The people should take away from this. Uh, What they should do is hopefully they become better people by seeing this. You know, we filmed this in the Bronx, Harlem, New York City, New Jersey, Honduras, Nicaragua, uh, England, and Ireland. And so, it has a real international flavor. Wow.
2: So, are all the, are the Franciscan friars, I'm guessing they have friaries in all of those places?
1: Yes, that's exactly what we did. We actually stayed at the friaries when, when we were doing the film.
2: Was the stuff that you saw while filming this, was it any surprise to you? Yes. It was
1: quite a quite a surprise, and also when I showed the film on April second, someone got up because we do a question and answer when we screen of the film sometimes. Somebody had said to me, he "said Joe, you guys are always in danger." And I said, "You know what? You're right. I don't like to think about it too much." But yeah, we were very surprised at this, at the things that happened because you know, Jacqueline, when you're shooting a documentary, you don't know what's going to happen. You have a basis for what you want to film and what you want to shoot, and you have a very good idea. But once you get on location, everything can change, and it usually does. And that's what makes a great film.
2: Is the Franciscan house or the Francis house, is it the same as the friaries or is it separate from the friaries?
1: Completely separate. We're in Brooklyn. They're in the Bronx and Harlem. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're, you know, 15, 20 minutes away by car. But, again, this is not a religious house. This is a house for young men who need help, and uh, we've been supported by the Franciscan Friars all these years. So the Friars, on many occasions, have been here. Although lately they haven't been here in a while, uh, you know things have changed with uh, grassroots films and, and the St. Francis House, where they don't need to be here as much anymore. And so, but this is not a religious house by any stretch of the imagination. But <laughs> everybody does learn about. It. It's a Christ-centered home. And those ever here learns about God. God is a part of this house. Father Benedict told me one time many years ago he said the St. Francis House has a special guardian angel sitting right on it. <laughs> well I believe it.
2: I'm sure I'm sure he does. yeah. since the Franciscan friars, they work separately of that. That's why it was the stuff that they deal with was such a surprise to you because you're um, in the San Francis House and they're working in the friaries and on the streets?
1: Well, I mean, they're, they're two completely different different things, you know. Although you would say, okay, we're working with the poor, they're working with the poor. But they do so much more than just, you know, like what I would do at the San Francis House. You know, we, we will have somebody here for as long as they need to be here. And, you know, it's, it's more like one, one apostolate, but they have many apostolates. You know they've got the food. They're feeding the people in the daytime. They're feeding them at night. You know they've got AA programs over there. I mean, they're walking in the street, talking to people. They're they're doing evangelization. We do it on a very very small scale. They do it on a large scale.
2: What was your reaction when you had to when you saw all of this firsthand as you were
1: filming this? I was shocked. I was not on every location. Mm-hmm. Thank God, I don't think I would have survived it. But I had the opportunity to, you know, to do some of the filming right here in this particular area, which which is a very important piece of the film, uh, some of the young men, two, two of the young men. And, um, yeah, quite surprised, quite shocked, haunting, if you will,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, in, in some cases. But I think it's information that... that Uh, needs to be brought to the front so people can see what the friars are doing.
2: Do you think more than just Catholics will see this film, or have they already?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't make the film just for Catholics. So it is our hope that many, many different religions will see this film, will like this film. The friars happen to be Catholic, and it's their view on how they do things when they're working with the poor and Catholicism is involved with that, but it's not an overly Catholic film. But in fact, I'm not even sure if the word Catholic appears in the film. It's really about the people that the friars uh, help, more than it is the friars themselves. So you really enter into you know, uh, these people's lives uh, on a personal, deep level. And then you see how the friars, of course, help them. And Some people, you know, people don't realize why people go for food at the friary. Some people may think, oh, well, because they're hungry. Basically, they're not, it's not at all. They just want companionship in the friars off of that. It's explained in the film. And um, that's why I urge people to, you know, see the film because I think that if people see the trailer, they'll get a very good idea of what the film is about.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely did. I had. Have... I was even disturbed after I yeah. saw the trailer. Yeah. Like, it it was really hard to watch. And I was like, whenever I pitched it, after I pitched it, I was like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine filming it and then editing it and then looking at it, you know, for six months?
2: Yeah, it doesn't I does not
1: get. It doesn't get easier. I'll tell you, you don't get used to it. Some of the some of the things were quite depressing. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys, you know, some of the guys were ill from doing the film. But wow. you know, we chose this life, and you know, this is this is what we this is what we do, and we wanted to bring reality to all of this, a realness to it, an authenticity to this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, after you watch all this, you wonder how the Friars do it, but when you watch the film, you discover how they really do it, how they really really do it. Well, I'm not going to say that on an interview. You're going to have to see it, you know. <laughs> well, you
2: can't really explain it without them actually seeing it.
1: Yeah, because it's so it's so emotional. It's an emotional roller coaster, and there's many surprises <laughs> in this film. So where many ups and many downs.
2: Where can you see it? And is it in theaters or will it be on yeah, DVD? I,
1: I don't think it's going to actually make a theater run. But we're working on distribution as actually today. And uh, there's a very good chance that it'll be ready for streaming and downloads, you know, by the end of this
2: month. Oh, that's awesome. Is it going to be on Netflix? Hmm? Will it be on Netflix?
1: Yeah, hopefully it'll be on Netflix as well, yes.
2: Oh, good, because I have that. (laughs) Oh, good.
1: (laughs) We made some friends along the way when we did the Human Experience, and Human Experience was on Netflix and all these other places. So we're hoping that they'll give us the same chance, Mm -hmm. the same opportunity.
2: I loved the Human Experience. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. It was really, really good and so beautiful. Like I really expect this to be almost even better. But we had uh, when the human experience came out. My friends at in college. It came out when I was still in school, and Mm -hmm. our Catholic Center. I think they hosted a viewing, and the two guys who were the main the main people in it. I think They came to visit
1: the same thing with outcast. People can call us up and request a screening and we go out with the Franciscan Friar and one of the guys from the production company from Grassroots Films. We'll go out people will watch the film and then we'll do a question and answer at the end of it.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
1: So we're going to be available for that. and You know, so as soon as we put the piece out, we, were, we got invited to, like, to Europe already. We have a Poland tour coming up and one in Germany. It's like we did with Human Experience, as well as we're going to have screenings all throughout the United States of America. So if anyone wants one, they just got to call us and we'll set it up.
2: Well, one more question, though. Yeah. If there was one thing you would like to say to the listeners and readers of the National Catholic Register, what would it be about this film?
1: Well, I, I would say that film is increasingly becoming the major way if not the major way of telling stories as a society and because of that just just because of that that they should see this film and give themselves the opportunity to make their lives better mm-hmm. and to make other and to make other people's lives better
2: thank you i appreciate that answer thank you so much joe for taking the time to talk to me and I really hope that this film will change a lot of hearts and bring a lot of awareness to what's going on in our society and in that part of the world or in just different where the Franciscans are and just everywhere I know it's going to be really powerful
1: thank you Jacqueline I'm grateful for all of us aggressive films we thank you too
0: I hope you enjoyed my interview with Joe Campo, executive producer of the new grassroots films documentary, Outcasts. If you would like to learn more about the movie or schedule a screening, visit outcastthemovie.com. I'm Jacqueline Burkpile. Have a blessed day.